is Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Experience! Nine years of the Derek Diamond Experience Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the special live edition of the Derek Diamond Experience Podcast on the Derek Diamond Experience YouTube channel. Thank you to everyone who is watching and listening live, and thank you to those who are watching and listening on the download as well. If you're watching on YouTube, you can probably see that there is no video on my end, unfortunately, um, I set up my equipment a little while ago, and unfortunately, my webcam decided that it was not going to cooperate with me. I've been having some issues with it um, off and on over the last couple of weeks, so I uh, couldn't get that up and working. Uh, my laptop web camera honestly does not look very good. Um, it looks really yellow and kind of gross uh, quality-wise, so... We're, we're going to kick it old school. We're going to have just uh, my, uh, my logo that you'll see on screen, and uh, we'll just go with audio for uh, this evening's festivities. So, yeah, this is episode 350 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. I call it the nine-year anniversary, even though I took 2022 off to do the feature presentation show. The show has still been in existence since 2014, and the day that the show will turn nine years old is this upcoming Friday, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. So uh, pretty incredible, uh, if I'm being completely honest. I, Looking back on it, I did not expect to be doing a show like this when I first started podcasting. I didn't think I would be doing it for this long. Uh, May will actually be 10 years of me podcasting, dating back to... Uh, the Nerd Cave podcast, which we launched back in May of 2013. So, yeah, time flies by when you're uh, when you're having fun, as the as the old saying goes. So, uh, what I was thinking of doing, and, and this is I've done this before for like an anniversary or a special type of episode. Uh, I wanted to do an AMA and ask me anything. Uh, I really like those types of episodes that other shows I listen to. They'll do one of those every now and then. And it's good to just kind of break up the norm, you know. I, I do like to vary things up a little bit here on the podcast, and this is no exception. You know, for the most part, we talk about movies and TV, but I wanted to do something, you know, a, a little a little different. Like, we can literally talk about anything that you want. Uh, you can leave the, the comments on Facebook. You can leave the questions on Facebook. Um, you can leave them in the chat here. I've got the uh, chat window up here in front of me. So, uh, yeah, you can feel free to fire away at your questions. Um, I know that the timing of this may not be that great because the Oscars are currently going on right now. Uh, to be perfectly honest, like I, I watched the Oscars, but I found myself not really looking forward to it as much as I have, you know, and it's... I've said this on previous shows before that the, the Oscars are something that when I was in college and a little bit beyond that, I was always looking forward to it. You know, I was the pageantry, the spectacle that it becomes like it, it felt like a big deal. Not saying that it's not a big deal now, but 
I just, for some reason, it doesn't grab my attention like it used to. Maybe, you know, I should pay more attention to the movies that are nominated. I know this year I've seen very few of them, unfortunately, with, you know, my crazy schedule and whatnot. I just didn't have the time. But maybe uh, for next year, we'll we'll change that. I will say my back in 2020, I did an Oscars preview show and it went over pretty well. So I think I may have to bring that back for uh, next year's Oscar season, maybe get a guest or two on to do some predictions and we'll we'll see what happens. I remember I wore like a full suit for the whole thing. It was it was actually kind of fun. So maybe we'll have to bring that back for next year. But again, this is an Ask Me Anything for uh, the nine-year anniversary of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. If you have any questions you want to throw in the chat, feel free to do so. Um, I do have a few that uh, I'll pull up here on Facebook, and uh, we'll see here. This is live, by the way. I do hope Brendan Fraser wins Best Actor. That That's the one award that I'm really looking forward to seeing. If he wins, it's, it's going to be incredible. Uh, let's see. Go to my page here. Should have had this pulled up beforehand, but that's okay. Da, 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 da. Okay, here we are. So these questions were left uh, in advance, and I'm probably going to go no more than like 25 to 30 minutes because I know that, as I said, the Oscars are going on. I'm doing this a little bit later than I had planned, um, just had really busy weekends over the last few weeks, and honestly, Will, you know, up until like late April, early May. Um, so for those that follow me on social media, uh, my wife, Samantha, has recently started her own business with... Uh, doing wedding coordinating. She's also getting into photography. So our weekends have been pretty booked uh, over the last couple of weekends. And it's, like I said, it's going to be that way until late April, early May between weddings, uh, expos, vacations, things like that. So it's, it's a really busy time, but in a good way. So let's see here. Our first question comes to us from Mr. Jacob Craig, who is the co-host over at the Open Micers podcast with Mr. Jason Robbins. Who is a guest that fell out of the show that you wish you could have interviewed? And this is a great question because people hear the final product of what you put out as as a podcaster. You know, or you might see a social media post like, "Oh, I just wrapped an interview with so and so." Check it out on you know, next week's episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. People don't really get the the process that you have to go through in order to book guests. And, and in my case, I, I have a subscription to IMDb Pro, and I'll look up you know an actor or a director, or maybe somebody that I want to have on the show, and I find the contact information for their manager, their publicist, and basically do a, a sales pitch. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It is a lot more difficult to get guests now than it was when I first started. And I think part of that is because there are so many more podcasts out there and a lot of celebrities do podcasts now. So why would they, you know, I'm because I'm essentially a nobody. Uh, why would they come on 
you know, a nobody show when their friend who is an actor does a podcast who they have much more of a rapport with. So, and part of it has to do with, you know, timing and whatnot. So, um, it's, there's a lot that goes into it, but, but to answer Jacob's question, one that we didn't set up a date to do it, but there was one that I was initially really excited about, about the possibility of interviewing this person. And that person is Bob Uecker, who uh, you might know from the major league movies. He played the, uh, the radio broadcaster, Harry Doyle huge fan of those movies. Major League is my favorite sports comedy of all time. It's my favorite baseball movie of all time. Back when I used to work at the Blue Wahoos, I would watch Major League the night before opening day to get myself in the right mind frame of what was to be the baseball season. So reached out to to his um, publicist, I believe it was. This was a few years ago, so my memory might be a little fuzzy. But she actually wrote back and was asking, you know, a couple of questions like, you know, what, what would it entail? How much time, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I went through and explained the whole thing and she's like, okay, well let me run it by him and I'll get back with you. Obviously never heard anything and it never materialized. So that would have been one that I would have loved to have hung my hat on as being able to interview somebody of the stature of Bob Euchre and him being an integral part of one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, there, there is one other one and I, this has been years ago. So I, I'll, I'll tell this story. This has, doesn't have to, this doesn't have to do with the Derek diamond experience, but it has to do with uh, the nerd cave podcast that I used to host back in the day. We, we're trying to line up Kevin Smith for our 200th episode and it came very close to happening, but we just fell out of communication with his assistant and it, it never happened. So that one was really disappointing. He's one that he's still number one on my you know dream guest list of people to have on the show. It'd be one that, you know, if I could get him for like episode 400 or like the the, the milestone kind of episodes, obviously I'd take any one of them. But if we got, you know, 400 or 500, I think that would be really cool. So Bob Euchre is the the answer to Jacob's question. Um, That and uh, oh, another one was Colin Mockery, where we were in like preliminary discussions. Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway, I should say. Um, we were in preliminary discussions to have him on the show, but it just never materialized. Uh, Donna Diamond, a.k.a. Mama Diamond, as we call her over on the Nerd Cave Retro Show, who was your very first interview? So this is a two-parter. So again, I'll mention the Nerd Cave. Uh, my first, The first person I ever interviewed for that show was an author named Johnny Walker, at Pensacola Paracon, uh, which was at the Pensacola Interstate Fairgrounds back in 2013. But my first guests for this show, and longtime listeners will remember, were Adam and Ian Waldron from the Unicorn Wranglers, uh, a local rock band based out of here in Pensacola, Florida. Um, used their music for you know several years on this show. Um, I know they just came out with a new album, which I unfortunately haven't got to listen to yet. 
Um, we don't keep in touch that much these days, but you know, I know they're they're all doing well. They've all got children now. They're all married. A lot of things have changed in the now nine years of doing the show. You know, when when I started the show, I was in my like mid twenties. I wasn't in a committed relationship. I was a year into my job with the Wahoos, and now I'm married almost for a full year. I've got a new job. I've made two short films. A lot's changed over nine years. So, yeah, Adam and Ian Waldron were the first interviews for this show, and uh, Johnny Walker was the uh, first interview I did, period, uh, for the Nerd Cave. Do you have a favorite interview? Uh, she she asked three questions. So I put these in different categories. So if I get to interview a, a celebrity, say like a you know a more mainstream celebrity, I put those in their own categories. I put like the indie filmmakers in their own category. I put the roundtables in their own category. So it, it's tough to say. The two that really, well, there's three actually, three that jump out to my mind as far as celebrity interviews go. The first one was episode 50 of the show when I got to interview uh, NFL quarterback Jake Plummer, uh, who played for the Arizona Cardinals and the Denver Broncos. And the I love telling the story because to me, the story of how this interview happened was probably better than how I did with the interview because I was really nervous when the interview happened. So this was years ago, um, back when I was you know, hanging out with um, Adam and Ian on a more regular basis. We were sitting at Ian's house, and he brought up Jake Plummer because the Broncos, he's a huge Broncos fan, had just lost to the Colts in the playoffs. So he mentioned that Jake Plummer had started his own podcast, and he's like, you should reach out to him and see if he'll do an interview with you. And I'm like, there's no way that Jake Plummer is going to do an interview for my rinky dink podcast that has been around for like a year at that, well, not even a year at that point. So, I, but I figured, you know, why not? So I found him on Twitter, commented at him, tagged him and said, hey, I'm, you know, I do this podcast, love to have a chat with you. If you're interested, uh, I'll send you more information. So I put my phone down and completely forgot about it. About an hour and a half later, I get a notification on my phone that not only did he follow me, but he responded to me and said, just followed, send me some more information. And we're all just kind of looking at each other like, is this actually real? Is, is this happening? So we, we have a few scheduling conflicts, but around March of 2015, the interview does happen. And let me tell you, I was nervous as heck before that thing started. This was back when Skype was still around. So I've got you know, my microphone, I've got my laptop set up because I did the interview at work and I'm just sitting there and my palms start to sweat. Like, how is this guy going to be? Is he going to be cool? Is he going to be a jerk? Like, I, I, I have no clue what's going to happen. And he calls and we had a very nice conversation and the cool thing about the epilogue to that story is that um, I went out to dinner with Adam and Ian afterwards, and I got him to give a shout out to the two of them because Adam's a, a Cardinals fan, Ian's a Broncos fan, and he played for both teams. So 
I ask him to give a shout out to both of them. And I remember Ian holding up my phone to his ear, listening to the shout out. And he got pretty emotional about it. And, you know, to that's was what made the interview worth it was to see the two of them you know, be so taken aback and almost overwhelmed by that brief message that he gave them. So that that's one. My second one is with Jim Cummings, who is a legendary voice actor, uh, voiced Darkwing Duck, Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, among numerous other legendary characters. I had to interview him uh, that same year in 2015. But what I mostly knew him for was being the voice of Dr. Robotnik in one of the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons in the 90s. So he had been, during the interview, he had been doing the voices of some of his characters. And I mentioned Sonic the Hedgehog, and then he starts berating me in the Robotnik voice. And to this day, it's still the only interview that has made me geek out on a public forum like that. I, I just was so taken aback by the fact that here's this legend and he's talking to me as one of my favorite characters of all time. It was just really cool. And it, it was a really fun chat too. And I got to uh, moderate his panel at Pensacon a couple of years after that. So uh, that, that would be number two. My third one is with Brian O'Halloran, who played Dante in uh, the original, well, in the Clerks trilogy and beyond, but uh, from the Kevin Smith View Askewverse, uh, he played Dante Hicks. And that was, for, excuse me, that was for the 300th episode of this show. And uh, I got to give a shout out to, to Jason Robbins because uh, Brian was in the movie that he and Wally Phelps wrote, Monsters Anonymous. And I wanted to have someone of note, that probably sounds disingenuous, but I don't mean it that way. I wanted to have, I wanted to make a, a bigger impact for episode 300. And I was just striking out on all the guests that I was trying to get. And I, so I called in a favor. I'm like, hey, do you think he would do it? So he reached out to him. And then a couple of days later, Brian shoots me an email and he's like, hey, I'm free this weekend. So we did it. We actually did recorded the interview about a month and a half before it actually aired uh, as part of episode 300. So those would be my three favorite. And there's, there's actually a fourth one, but it ties into uh, her third question. What was it like to meet Jim Ross? In 2019, I had the pleasure of interviewing legendary wrestling announcer Jim Ross uh, for those of you who grew up in the 90s like me and watched WWF wrestling, specifically in the Attitude Era, he was the voice. Him and Jerry the King Lawler were the voices of the WWF. And to me, he is the greatest wrestling play-by-play -play announcer of all time. So he was announced for this convention in Dothan, Alabama called Fanaticon. Shout out to Phil Chalker if you ever listened to this because he's also a wrestling fan. And he set up that interview for me. And I got to just sit in a room and chat with him for 30 minutes. And AEW, the promotion that he currently works for, they had just aired the first episode of their weekly television show, Dynamite. 
So I was able to talk with him about you know his almost immediate reaction to that, and just to to get to hear him you know tell cool stories about you know why he wanted to get into wrestling, uh, some of the best matches that he's called was really a cool experience for me, and that's one that you know if you had told me ten years ago that you're going to get to interview one of the voices of your childhood, I would have said you were insane. So that those those would be my four. And what was it like to meet Jim Ross? It was great. He was super nice guy. Um, don't have anything bad to say about him. Funny story about him. We did uh, the interview in this little conference room, and I just had my Zoom H6 recorder, two microphones, a tripod, and my phone. So I'd set up my phone, you know, figured out where I wanted to to place us and everything, and then. Jim Ross walks in. I introduce myself and whatnot. So and I, uh, he sees me messing with the camera and he's like, so who's going to be uh, conducting the interview? And I said, I am. And he said, oh, well, who's going to be running the camera? And I said, nobody. And he just looks at, you know, the, the guy he was with, I can't remember his name, but he's like, man, people are just, they're trying to do everything these days or they're doing everything these days. So I, I like to think of that as a, a little shout out of positivity from Jim Ross. But yeah, that that was an absolute honor to, to do. And uh, the last question that I'll answer uh, actually comes from my wife, Samantha. Hopefully she's uh, she might be on the other side of this wall watching. Um, what what are the pros and cons to working with your spouse on the set of a movie? And I'll give a shout out for the latest awards from the feature, which I haven't done that in a while on the show, and I apologize for that. Um, the pros and cons. The pros are, you know, you there are numerous ones, actually. Um, you know you're going to work well together. And the good thing is, is that I think the two of us learned pretty quickly that we balance each other out in some ways. Like, I, I think I'm good at kind of spitballing ideas and just coming up with initial concepts. She's much better at taking pre-existing ideas and making them better. And the feature is a great example of that because I wrote the script. She looked at it and she made it better, you know? And the thing is, is like, you know, we're pretty much on the same page with just about everything by the time that, actual filming rolled around. And as far as cons, I, I don't really think that there were or are any um, because we're both comfortable enough with each other that if, you know, something's bothering us, then we'll say that it's bothering us. So, you know, what was shooting perfect? No, but I think it was a, a good learning experience for both of us. And she, is an invaluable member of, of the team. And it's funny because I never pictured myself having a writing partner, but I have a writing partner. I have a true filmmaking partner and it's someone that I live with that I share the rest of my life with, you know, that's, are we ever going to agree on every single thing, every single time? No, but it's like any working relationship. You learn to compromise. And I, we both understand that. And it, the fact that we're married doesn't really affect that, I think. 
If anything, it makes us more comfortable in talking to each other. At least that's how I look at it anyway. Um, but before I get out of here, because we've been going for, for about half an hour now, um, updates on the feature. It is still blowing my mind how many awards that this movie has won. Um, and it's only been submitted to a few festivals, which is really kind of mind-blowing, if if I'm being honest. So I've submitted it to, um, let's see, the London Movie Awards, where it won uh, several awards, actually. It won the Silver Awards for Best Director and Best Editing. It won the Gold Award for Best Actor. In this case, it went to uh, Jace Gibson, who played the lead role of Matt, and Best Original Screenplay. And also won Best Comedy and Best Actress. So shout out to uh, Samantha Savoie, who won that award, and to the entire cast and crew for winning Best Comedy. But we've won numerous screenplay awards. Samantha's won uh, numerous editing awards. It's been remarkable how well this movie has done. And I'll be getting a few uh, new notifications uh, later on this month. Uh, summer will probably be kind of light just because of how the deadlines have worked and everything. Maybe there'll be a couple here and there, but uh, the big run of the feature will be in the fall uh, where we've got the Tampa Film Festival, the Orlando Film Festival. Uh, there'll be some other ones that I'm sure I'll submit it to as well. But yeah, it's it's pretty incredible how well the, the movie is done. And it, it I'm extremely proud of my wife for being such a huge part of it and taking the initiative and wanting to learn more about editing and really the whole process. And she's, you know, now she wants to try her hand at directing. So I think for her next short or for our next short, um, she'll be uh, in the director's chair for that one. So it'll be uh, it'll be a fun experience for sure. But we're going to wrap things up here. Um, again, I apologize for the uh, lack of video. Um, was still just figuring out what was wrong with this webcam and didn't want to be any later than I already was. So I do apologize uh, for both of those counts. Um, video should be back to normal, hopefully by next week, um, which new episode will come out. Uh, same normal time, Monday morning on YouTube, as well as all podcasting platforms. But if you want to, um, let's see, that was weird. Uh, if you want to follow the show on uh, social media, if you want to subscribe to the show, head over to linktree.com slash ddiamondpodcast. It's best place you'll be able to find um, all the information where you can subscribe, all that fun stuff. And uh, if you want to follow the movie, the feature, at the feature movie on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. So that's going to do it for this uh, special nine year anniversary episode. And we'll see you guys back here next Monday for another awesome episode of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. Mm-hmm.